grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The message I have for you today comes from the Gospel of Mark. Today's Gospel text, though, Rough Waters Made Still, it needs an introduction. You heard it earlier that Jesus calmed a storm while his disciples were scared to death. But I want to back up by one verse. Sometimes the word of God right before the reading can tell us so much more about the text. The Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 4, verse 34. He did not speak to the crowds without a parable, but privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. Dear disciples of Christ at St. Paul, Jesus explains everything that you need. To the crowds, Jesus spoke in parables so that the people might understand the kingdom of God in a better way. But to the disciples, Jesus Christ explains everything. Not one iota left out. Not one jot or tittle missing. Every T crossed, every I dotted. What the Holy Spirit is revealing to you today in the words of your Lord and Savior are specifically for you, Christians, his disciples. Also, in the same way, the verses after our reading can also, they can tell us so much about our gospel text of the day. Following our gospel text is Mark chapter 5. After they crossed the rough waters made calm, Jesus encounters a legion of demons within a man. These demons knew Jesus was coming. They confessed his very name. And Jesus, Jesus knew that those demons were there on the other side. The first verse printed in your bulletin, Jesus says, let us go across to the other side. Jesus knows what he's doing. The Son of God, the commander of creation, makes no mistakes. So I want you to picture it. It's a large crowd on the seashore. They've been hearing the parables. Boats are anchored nearby. The disciples listen to the words of Christ. Let us go across to the other side. Okay. And they took him in their boat, took up their anchors, and paddled, sailed, went out to sea. Now evening was drawing near, and our gospel text makes us think there must have been a terrible storm. But it doesn't say that. It could have been a sunny day. There may have been no clouds in the sky whatsoever. Nothing says in our text it was raining. Nothing says dark clouds and lightning. And certainly scripture tells us about thunder when it happens. 
a sudden, great, and very violent windstorm. Remember, those demons knew that Jesus was on his way over there. Satan is behind all of this. The demon said to Jesus on the other side, when confessing his name, what have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? It's quite a confession. These demons begged to go into a herd of pigs before being sent into the depths of the sea. And these demons, they do have all the same boss. As we heard a couple of weeks ago, a divided house cannot stand. Satan is the author of this mess. Satan is the author of sin. Sin that causes us to sin. Sin that causes turmoil. Sin that causes death. The violent winds then shove the rough waters onto and into the boat. The windstorm tries to cause Jesus and his, and his disciples to drown into the depths of the sea. The author of this great windstorm is also the author of sin. Before sin, long ago, in the paradise of Eden, there were no windstorms causing rough waters. Life was very good. The life of the disciples on this day, on that boat, their lives were rattled, shaken by sin. The disciples, they were very afraid. I'm a disciple. You too are disciples. Your reaction to sin's daily storms most often end up as being afraid. Kids, kids, you might be afraid of getting caught for that thing you did yesterday. Adults, afraid of getting caught for that thing from long ago. An old, dark sin being brought to light. Or some of these. You may be afraid that you could never be forgiven for the unspeakable things that you have done and not done in your life. Afraid of not being Christian enough, not being good enough, not doing enough good things. Afraid that when that last glorious day comes, your Lord will look at you and say, no, not good enough. Sorry. Afraid that Jesus could never still your windstorm. Instead, we, we sometimes feel that water is filling our boat and that we're sinking far from safety, far from the seashore, miles and miles away, sinking. You think that you're far from the forgiveness of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, even though he's right there in your presence, in your boat. 
We are his disciples. As his disciples, in our sin, we cry out, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing, drowning in our sorrows, in our sunken, dying hearts, in our daily waters? We cry out, God, why don't you care? I'm scared. Jesus says to you, you, his baptized disciples, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? This statement of Christ is a profound revelation of the Holy Spirit for you. I will repeat it. Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? Now here, the word for afraid is not the normal phobia word. The word for afraid here is used elsewhere in Scripture. Cowardly. To be afraid, to be timid, to be a coward is to have no faith. Daily worries add up. Daily fears pile high. Your boat fills up from the violent attack of sin upon your seas. And with no faith, you will sink. To be afraid of death is to have no faith. It's a hard pill to swallow. The Holy Spirit speaks to you today, this prescribed pill. And the next verse even confirms this tough medicine. The disciples were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this? Filled with fear. The cowards. Right back to not recognizing the presence of the Son of God who commands creation. Dear Christians, fear of anything in this world is the opposite of faith. When that sudden windstorm comes toward you, will Jesus be good enough for you? Your life has had windstorms, and it will have more windstorms. Jesus is with you the whole time. You are baptized into his name. Jesus commands the crashing waves that are sinking you. Peace. Be still. The Son of God commands creation and creation obeys him. If, if God can breathe into dust and form you, what is to stop the divine Son of God from calming a simple windstorm in your life? Jesus has complete command over sin, command over the threats of death, and command over Satan complete command of life over your death. Jesus Christ, with his holy words of peace, be still. It ceased the wind that day and created a great calm. Complete stillness for your anxieties. Utter tranquility. Complete comfort for your turmoil. The sin is gone, forgiven by blood, 
remembered no more. Satan and his legion of demons have no dominion over our Lord and Savior. Your anxieties, your times of turmoil, your fears of sin, your terrors of death, they're all taken on by Christ as he sweats blood, as he bears your burdens, as he suffers the pain you're afraid of. He suffers the death that you fear. Jesus Christ has experienced the roughest of waters as the Father's wrath pours out upon him at the cross at Calvary. He's in your place. Your Lord and Savior Jesus served in complete faith and obedience to the Father's will for you, beaten and bloodied in the streets for you, carried the very timber he is nailed to for you, sharing the Father's will because he completely loves you. He's died for you. Sins forgiven, all of them. Windstorms calmed daily. For your daily storm, he gives you calm. Jesus commands the windstorms and the evil to cease. You are forgiven. Peace, be still. After all, the holy, precious blood of Christ was not shed in vain. It was shed for you. So when you're afraid of pain, afraid of death, or when you're afraid that there's no way you think that God would ever forgive you for the sins of your past, peace. Be still. All of your sins are forgiven. There's nothing to fear. Death has been conquered for you. And faith in Jesus, faith in Christ not only conquers your worldly fears, faith in Jesus Christ replaces the fear. Show me a Christian with great faith in Jesus, and I'll show you a Christian who is not a coward. Faith in Jesus that comes from hearing his word. You want to be someone who's not afraid, not a coward? Fear the Lord. Keep hearing his word. And you'll be led to great wisdom, peace, and stillness. Many of you are fathers. Happy Father's Day. Fathers seem to have a knack for calming the fears of their children. You know, like with a hug and a few reassuring words. It's nothing to worry about. It'll be okay. Fathers wipe away the fears and wipe away the tears of all their children. And it's always done with great love. But it's also also always done with words. So also, your heavenly Father does for you. By the blood and death and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. From today's epistle. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way. By great endurance 
and afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness, for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise, we are treated as impostors, and yet we are true, as unknown, yet well known, as, the, as dying, and behold, we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, yet possessing everything. These are bold words of St. Paul. We don't need to be cowardly. Now is the favorable time. Now is the day of salvation. So men, fathers, be bold. Be bold in your faith. Boldly lead your family to fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Boldly lead your family to church to hear the word of God so that Satan and his demons may continue to be sent into a herd of pigs to be drowned and die with your old Adam. Boldly lead your family in your faith in Christ just as Jesus Christ has boldly led you. In his name. Amen. The peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts, your minds, and your daily waters in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. It is